Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, offering compassionate healthcare for all. Learn more about their services, including statewide access to medication-assisted treatment for alcohol and opioid use disorders at ucsonline.org. Today is Tuesday. It's the 7th of February. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Anti-abortion groups in Iowa and some lawmakers say they'll introduce a life-at-conception bill that would ban all abortions. They announced the move yesterday at an anti-abortion event at the State House. Republican Representative Luena Stoltenberg of Davenport is one of the bill's sponsors. My prayer is that Iowa will pass a life-at-conception bill to protect our most vulnerable and defenseless citizens and our women and children. It's still not clear how far lawmakers will be allowed to go in banning abortion as the Iowa Supreme Court prepares to consider another abortion case. Governor Kim Reynolds is asking the court to reinstate her ban on abortions after a fetal heartbeat is detected, with some exceptions. A top anti-abortion activist says even if that law is reinstated, they won't stop until abortion is eliminated, and they want to start pushing for a full ban while they wait for an Iowa Supreme Court decision. The Iowa legislature returned to the topic of school library book challenges at a House committee hearing last night. IPR's Grant Gerlock tells us lawmakers heard from a group of parents who tried and failed to restrict access to books that they consider pornographic. The five parents invited to speak to the House Government Oversight Committee are all members of Moms for Liberty, a conservative parents' rights group. Pam Grono of Urbandale says she tried to have the book All Boys Aren't Blue removed from her school library because it describes oral sex and masturbation, but a review committee chose to keep it. She says the review process isn't working for parents who want to keep explicit material away from their kids. If books containing sexually explicit material are going to remain in the school, the school should at a minimum have to identify these books, label them to have sexually explicit material, and should require parental permission to be checked out. The committee's ranking Democrat, Representative Lindsey James of Dubuque, says she's open to looking at the review process, but says one parent's view of what's inappropriate should not interfere with a parent who makes a different judgment. Federal documents show Polk County is getting nearly $28 million more in federal pandemic emergency rent assistance that was forfeited by the state. That's according to reporting from Axios Des Moines. Another almost $17 million of Iowa's money was redistributed in late January to other states. More than 20,000 Iowans are not cut up on rent, according to the Census Bureau's recent housing survey. More than 9,000 of those say it's somewhat or very likely they'll be evicted in the next two months. The state has been allocated around a total of $344 million through the emergency rental assistance program that began under former President Trump. The tile remanufacturer at the center of a pollution crisis in Marengo has agreed to meet the state's expectations and clean up its facility. We get those details from IPR's Zachary Oren-Smith. C60 and its owner, Howard Brand, agreed to pay $330,000 to a Windsor Heights-based environmental consultant. The money will go towards getting rid of the soil and water contamination left from an explosion and fire in December. The order also requires the company to keep paying until it reached compliance with state law. This means meeting the DNR's expectations like providing a list of chemicals present during the explosion. The company must also stop blocking DNR representatives from coming onto the site. 
Failure to follow this order opens up C60 to punishment for contempt of court and other criminal action. In December, an explosion and fire at the Marengo plant caused an evacuation of nearby residents. Several employees were seriously injured. Fire and police departments that responded say they're still out $600,000. And the Department of Corrections plans to transfer some of its most dangerous prisoners out of the Anamosa State Penitentiary. It comes nearly two years after an escape attempt there left two prison employees dead. The prison will be redesignated as exclusively medium security. This is Here First. I'm Clay Masters. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.